This is MasteryCast. U.S. History MasteryCast 17. Our topic is the Cold War and the 1950s. The Cold War was when we saw conflicting policies between the United States and the Soviet Union. This led to hostility short of military action after World War II. America would give military aid and training to nations resisting communist takeovers. This was referred to as containment. President Truman stated the Truman Doctrine. He said, America's obligation was to see that democratic nations would not be abandoned to communist aggression. The conflict between the United States and the Soviet Union had begun. Winston Churchill, in his famous Iron Curtain speech, declared that an Iron Curtain had descended across the continent. We saw Europe divided between communist and non-communist nations. The Marshall Plan, also known as the European Recovery Act, was a plan to institute recovery by joint aid from European nations and the United States, approximately $13 billion. The Marshall Plan was an attempt to ensure that the same problems which followed World War I would not follow World War II. We saw the growth of the European Common Market as well as the European Union. The first event which illustrated the Cold War between the United States and the Soviet Union is the Berlin blockade and airlift. Germany had been divided into several zones, West and East Germany, and Berlin was also divided into these zones, West and East Berlin. The Soviets had set up a blockade of West Berlin, and as a result, from June of 1948 to September of 1949, the United States and other European powers instituted what is known as the Berlin Airlift. Eventually, Stalin ended the blockade. However, the Berlin blockade and airlift illustrates the tension which will continue in the future between the communist and non-communist countries. As a result, NATO is formed. This is the North Atlantic Treaty Organization. They agreed to multilateral defense, each protecting the group. The concept of collective security is what was illustrated by NATO. We saw containment used in Japan. After World War II, post-war Japan was stripped of its territorial gains and military power. Post-war economic support was given to rebuild Japan. Why? Because the United States did not want the Japanese to go to the Communists for help. We also saw containment attempted in China. The United States had supported Chiang Kai-shek, the nationalist leader. The communist leader's name was Mao Zedong. During the Civil War, the United States helped the non-communist group. However, the communist Mao Zedong and his followers were successful in taking over China after a long Civil War struggle. The result? The containment policy failed. Korea is another example of the United States containment policy. After World War II, south of the 38th parallel, 
had surrendered to the United States. North of this line had surrendered to the Soviets. Ultimately, the communists in North Korea would become communists, and the southern part of Korea would have elections and become democratic. The Korean War is approximately from 1950 to 1953. It begins when North Korea invaded South Korea, and President Truman began what is known as a police action. General MacArthur sent in the troops. The United States and the United Nations forces pushed the North Koreans back to the 38th parallel. However, they did continue to cross north into North Korea. As a result of this, China became very concerned and became involved. This escalated the action. The U.S. troops were pushed back past the 38th parallel. General MacArthur wanted to attack China as a result of this initiative. He started speaking out contrary to Truman's views. As a result, he was relieved of his command. In June 1953, both sides agreed to a ceasefire. However, the net result of the Korean War is basically the containment fails again. So who could the United States blame for the failure of the containment policy? Well, we see a fear of communism growing and significant targeting of communists at home. Some of the ex actions toward the communists included the Loyalty Review Board, which established policies and investigated possible communist targets. The House Committee on Un-American Activities was another important example. The Hollywood Ten were targets, as well as the spy cases of Alger Hiss and Ethel and Julius Rosenberg, both of which accused of spying with the Russians. But the most famous actions during the Cold War period were taken by Republican Senator Joseph McCarthy of Wisconsin. His tactics became known as McCarthyism. President Eisenhower's foreign policy was very similar to Truman's containment policy. Secretary of State John Foster Dulles spoke of brinkmanship, the threat of massive retaliation remaining on the brink of war. The Eisenhower Doctrine basically was the Truman Doctrine applied to the Middle East. President Eisenhower said that any Middle Eastern nation that suspected a communist takeover could apply for United States assistance. This happened in Lebanon. President Eisenhower is also known for his recognition of the possibility of use of nuclear power for peaceful means. The Atoms for Peace program was an example of this an international agreement for sharing information for peaceful applications of nuclear power. During the 50s, life in America changes dramatically. We see post-war changes in corporate structures, multinational corporations, conglomerates, and franchises. Employment changes. We see blue-collar workers switching to white-collar jobs as a result of the GI Bill and its training, education, and businesses. The Green Revolution. We see new technology in farming and food strains. Of course, the 50s is the baby boom generation. Transportation changes dramatically. We see more cars, more roads, and the problems associated with them. 
we see the suburbs develop, uniformity and conformity in American society. The American dream comes true with massive consumerism and again the problems associated with that in increased debt. Lastly, of course, television. Television changes our lives. It changes the nature of radio, makes it more local programming, and opens the world to all of America. This concludes U.S. History Mastercast 17, The Cold War and the 50s. Visit www.masterymaze.com for more review podcasts, U.S. history, and other subjects.